Welcome to Freedom Now with Peter Asanful. Freedom Now is brought to you by the Spirit Life People, a ministry that focuses on teaching you how to live and walk in the Spirit so that you can manifest Christ's freedom in your life. It is our prayer that you shall be transformed as you receive the word from the Lord today. And now, here's your host, Peter Asanful. Amen. Amen. All right. So we started a series titled Divine Authority. Say Divine Authority. Divine Authority. Say it again. And I want to believe the name of the Lord that you have been making use of your authority in Christ. So last week we learned we zoomed in on one important type of authority, exousia. And I told you that for the rest of the series, we are going to depend, or we're going to zoom in more on that and explore what it is to have delegated, delegated authority. Amen. All right. So last week we, we read some scriptures and we did a lot of things. Now let's go to Matthew chapter number 28. Matthew chapter number 28. Matthew 28. I read from verse number 16. Matthew chapter 28. From verse number 16. It says, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him. For some doubted. But some doubted. So some of the eleven, when they saw him, they worshipped some also doubted. Verse 18. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, Can we all read it together? One to go. All authority in heaven has been given to me. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all na- of the nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit teaching them to observe all things that i have commanded you and lo i am with you always even to the end of the age amen so jesus said all authority has been given to him authority in heaven authority on earth has been given to him are you getting it and based on that authority he said we should go into the world so god vested his authority in jesus god gave all of his authority he placed them in in jesus and jesus also said that based on the authority i have received go in other words everything we do in the name of jesus is backed by heaven every glorious thing we do in the name of jesus is backed by heaven because he said the authority and last week i explained to you that exusia means permission delegated authority when we say delegated authority it means that someone is bequeathing to you what he should have done and giving you the full right 
of both right and responsibility. And I use the example of an ambassador of a country. If the ambassador of Ghana goes to America, that ambassador has got the full backing of the government of Ghana, have got the full backing of the president, have, he has been given the full right and responsibility. And I told you, that is why ambassadors in, in various countries, their vehicles have the country flags on them. But when you come to our country, it's only the president that has got that constitutional mandate to have the country flag placed on his vehicle. It's a sign of authority. Symbol of authority. Meaning that the whole country have vested our, our authority into him. Are you getting what I'm saying? The same way when Jesus said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, therefore go. Remember, he said, therefore go. In other words, because of the authority that I have been, I have been given in heaven and on earth, based on this authority, go. So whatever you do in my name, you are not doing it out of right, but you are doing it because I have been permitted, I have the permission I get it from God, our Father, for you to do it. That is why the name of Jesus is not any kind of name. And that is the, the greatest weapon, or let me even bring it to your understanding, the greatest tool you have to rule over every circumstances in this world. When you say in the name of Jesus, let A or B happen. You are not just mentioning or using a mere name. You are using a name that carries all authority. Authority backed by God. I get what I'm teaching you. I'm laying the foundation. Now I want to show you something that we can now zoom straight to some deeper realm. Now go to Acts chapter number 19. Acts chapter number 19. Acts chapter number 19. Something happened that I want you to see. I want to start reading from verse number 11. Acts chapter number 19. From verse number 11. It said, now, God worked. I love this. Can you mark it in your Bible? Mark it in your Bible. Verse 11 of Acts chapter 19. It said, now, God worked unusual miracles by the hands of Paul. So that even handkerchiefs or aprons were brought from his body to the sick. And the diseases left them and the evil spirit went out of them. Today, God shall work unusual miracles in your life. I say, God shall work unusual miracles in your life. What a word. God worked unusual miracles. Unusual miracles. Unusual miracle. Verse 13. Then some of the Iterian Jewish exorcists took upon themselves to call the name of the Lord Jesus over those who had evil spirits, saying, We exorcise you. Now, the word exorcise simply means they want to cast out demons. So they wanted to cast out demons. Okay? We exercise you by the name by Jesus. Look at how they put it. Look at how they constructed it. We exercise you by Jesus, whom Paul preaches. Also, 
There were seven sons of Sceva, a Jewish chief priest, who did so. Verse 15. And the evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know, but who are you? Then the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overpowered them, and prevailed against them, so that they fled out of that house naked and wounded. This became known both to all the Jews and Greeks dwelling in Ephesus. And fear fell on them all. And the name of the Lord Jesus was magnified. And many who had believed kept confessing and telling their deeds. Also, many of those who had practiced magic brought their books together and burned them in the sight of all. And they counted up the value of them. And it totaled 50,000 pieces of silver. So the word of the Lord grew mightily and prevailed. Today God's word will grow mightily in your life and shall prevail over every circumstances that you are battling with. In the name of Jesus. The demon spoke and said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? These people were going around trying to cast out demons using a name that they did not even know what it meant. They have, they have no relationship with the name of Jesus. They have no business with the name of Jesus. And they were going around trying to cast out demons by their name. Jesus didn't say we should cast out demons by his name. He said we should cast out demons in his name. This is the difference. Are you here with me? So if you go out there and you want to cast out demons from someone. And you say oh, I cast you out by the name of Jesus. It's a wrong command. It's a wrong command. That will give you out. That will tell the demons that even you, you don't know who you are. You don't know what you have. But when you go and you said, in the name of Jesus, I command you. Now, the demons will know that you are speaking out of authority. I get what I'm saying? Because the devils know who is operating authority or not. I get what I'm teaching you. The devil knows who is operating in authority or not. By your words, they will know you. By the fruit of your mouth, they will know if you are speaking by authority or you are speaking by your own imagination. Anyone who expresses, you know, folly or somebody who expresses uh, um, ignorance, that's the word, the enemy knows. If you speak out of knowledge and understanding, the enemy knows. Because Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. Therefore, when you go, operate in my name. And then you're going to see the enemies bowing down. Today I declare by your life. Any satanic agenda against your life. Any satanic move in your life. I stand in the name of Jesus. And I bring it to an end. I command those demons to leave your life alone. To leave your mind alone. To leave your body alone. To leave your health alone. In the mighty name of Jesus. That is how you speak to demons. Are you here with me? That is how you instruct demons. Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. But who are you? Ask your neighbor, do you know who you are? Or ask your neighbor, I say, turn to your neighbor and ask your neighbor, do you know who you are? Are you here with me in church? Because even demons know. 
they know who you are. You know, when you read the book of um, James, the Bible said, even demons, they know that Jesus is Lord and they seek. So you believing in Jesus, demons also know that Jesus is Lord. And when they hear Jesus, they seek. They know that this name, this person, he's the one that has been given all authority to punish us. Are you here with me? Remember one of the scriptures we read last week about the mad people that were at the cemetery and nobody could pass there. Look at what the demon said. He said, Lord, have you come to torment us before our time? How did the demons know that Jesus had the power to torment them? Look at what happened. They just saw Jesus. They said, have you come to torment us before our time? Today, I declare about your life again. That any demon that has an assigned to disturb your peace, they will begin to confess. I said they will leave you alone. They will confess uh, and they will leave you alone. In the mighty name of Jesus. Have you come to torment us before our time? Say authority. Say I have the right. I have the permission from my father to deal with the devil. You are a child of light. Yeah, the devil is a child is a is a is the author of darkness. It's a dark it's, it's in darkness. Why should somebody who is having light be afraid of darkness? Then you don't know who you are. If you know who you are, there's no way darkness can intimidate light. Ah, I, 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 are you in church today? Now, if this can sink into your heart and you can have understanding of it, that is the beginning of your domination in life. Because everywhere, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Now, by making you the light, he has placed you in authority. Say, I'm the light in this world. Are you here with me in church? So, so first, you are the light. Darkness cannot. Look at what the Bible says. Let's go to John chapter 1. Let's read it. John chapter number 1. I read from verse number 1. It said, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of man. And the light, that's what? What does a lie do? Are you reading me? What does a lie do? Come on, say it with me. What does a lie do? It shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend. In other words, the darkness did not understand it. The darkness did not even understand it. It did not even know what was hitting them. There's no way darkness can compete with light. There's no way. Are you here with me, church? There's no way darkness can compete. And you are having light. You are in light. The Bible says in the book of First John, it says God is light and in him there's no darkness at all. There's no shadow of darkness in God. Not even a shadow. You know sometimes when you are, there are some bulbs, when you are working in them, it casts shadow. But with God, he doesn't even cast shadow. Shadow is an area of darkness. It's a type of darkness. With God, there's no shadow of darkness. Are you getting it? And he has given you this light. Therefore, when you are walking in the midst, that is why, see, this whole world is full of darkness. It's full of darkness. 
The devil is, is controlling a lot of people. But as you walk in the midst of darkness, you are walking as a child of light and you are full of light and you should not be afraid. There's no way the one who is walking in light can be afraid of the midst of darkness. Are you here with me? That is why you are full of power. That is why you are full of authority. That is why you are full of peace. Because the light of God surpasses any kind of opposition of darkness. Even darkness does not understand what you are having. Darkness does not even understand. How can darkness understand or appreciate light? It's not possible. But from today, your lights shall never be dim. Your lights are not turned off. Every day in your walk in this world, you shall walk in the light of God. The power of God shall speak on your behalf. Even as you walk in the light of the Lord. Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Now, who are you? And you respond, I'm the child of God. Remember when the devil came to Jesus to tempt him. He said, if you are the son of God, turn these stones to become bread. Sometimes the devil come and ask you and challenge your identity. Are you a child of God? Are you sure you are born again? Hey, with all these things that you are having in your life, are you sure you are born again? And you're going to tell him, I am the child of life. I'm the child of God. Petty behind me, Satan. Say, I have the authority. If you have authority and you are not using it, you are going to be miserable in life. How can a child of God have authority from heaven and not use it? Are you here with me? How can you have authority from heaven and you don't use it? Are you here? Look, go to Matthew chapter 16. I want to show you something. Matthew chapter 16. I read from verse number 13. When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, Who do men say that I, the son of man, am? So they said, Some say John the Baptist. Some Elijah. And others Jeremiah. Or one of the prophets. This is what people were saying about Jesus. They didn't have his identity. They didn't even know his identity. And he said to them, that Who do you, you, you that you have been following me every day, who do you say, I am. Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Shout a good amen. Verse 17. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven and i also say to you that you are peter and on this rock on the revelation that he got i will build my church and the gate of hate shall not prevail against it and i will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever you lose on earth 
will be what? Will be loose in heaven. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting the, the, the work of one having authority? He said, whatever shoe, time on earth shall be bound in heaven. Why? Because we have now the keys of heaven. The keys of heaven is the authority that God has given Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying? The authority that Jesus possesses from heaven is what he has given us as the keys. He said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go. The name that is above every other name is that key. The authority is vested in that name. That when you bind, in other words, when you disallow, the word bind, the Greek word means bind, that means to disallow, to not permit. So whatever you don't permit in your life shall not be permitted in heaven. You are not here in church. Now, some of you, you have permitted that sickness in your body. That is why that disease is still there. It's not because God wants it there. Now, you can go to God in prayer and say, Oh, God, heal me, heal me. Yes, God wants to heal you. But what do you want? The question is, What do you want? Now, I know some people, uh, if I, this one is even a real stuff. I heard this guy say, I, 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 don't want, I don't want to see. And he was asked, why don't you want to see? Because some uh, medical doctors came and they wanted to operate on people's eyes free of charge. He said, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. He said, why? He said, if, if I start seeing right now, all the people who have been helping me, they'll stop helping me. So such a person, when you pray to God to heal him, you are wasting your time. A person wants to be blind. He said, because I can't see, everybody's helping me. People give me money. They give me food. I want to remain blind. What are you permitting in your life? Ask your neighbor, what are you permitting in your life? The things you are permitting in your life will determine what heaven also permits. He said, whatever you bind, whatever you permit on earth shall be permitted in heaven. Whatever you lose. In other words, whatever you allow in. Whatever you now, you permit in, will be permitted. Disallow and allow. That is the work of bind and loose. So, if you are casting out a demon from someone, I say, in the name of Jesus, I forbid you to continue in this body. Yes, what you are doing is you are denying the devil the right to still be in that person's life. When you look at your life and certain things are going on which is not pleasing to God, what you do is that in the name of Jesus, as soon as I say in the name of Jesus, I order you out. I deny you the permission to continue in my life. You have bound that devil. And as soon as you bound that devil, heaven also binds it. You see, God is waiting on you the same way you are waiting on him. What are you doing? You didn't hear what I said. Because listen, listen, God is in this world and He's in you. You are physically represented in this world. God is in you. Before God will be seen in your life, you must do something. What are you doing with your authority? Look at the centurion. We read that scripture yesterday. The, the Roman centurion, you remember? He said, I am a man under authority. 
I know what it means to say to this one, go, and he goes. And say to this one, comes, and he comes. I'm a man under authority. But speak the word only, and my servant to be healed. When you are dealing with authority, when you are using authority to live and to operate in life, let me tell you, you must know how to command, and you must know how to bind and loose. Many Christians don't know how to bind and loose. They don't know how to permit. You see, they cry to God when they should be taking authority against those works of the devil. You remember Moses, the story of Moses, when he got to the Red Sea. God had given him the rod as a symbol of authority. Are you getting it? See, God gave him that rod as a symbol of authority. He says, when you go to Pharaoh, when you lay this rod down, it will become a snake. But don't even take the snake by the head. Take it by the tail. God was trying to tell him how he has given him authority. And when he took it by the tail, the snake turned into what? A rod again. When they got to the Red Sea, what was he going to do? He went back to God trying to pray. He said, God, we have come against the Red Sea. Do something. Oh, the Egyptians are going to crush us. The Egyptians are behind us. The Red Sea is be, be, before us. God, do something. God said, Moses, why have you come up to me to talk to me? I've already given you authority. Stretch forth your rod and divide the sea so that the people can walk on dry ground. That is what God told Moses. He said, Moses, you shouldn't have come up to me to pray. I tell you, there are many things we pray about that actually we are wasting our time. There are things we should be taking authority in Christ against so that we rather go to God thanking Him. Thanking Him. Now, Father, I thank you for giving me authority over the demons. I use your name. I use your authority. And that problem went away. Are you here with me? Moses went and stretched his rod. And to the amazement of the children of Israel, they saw the sea divided. Imagine the number of times you have gone to God praying. And then you are not binding anything on earth. Imagine the number of times you have been praying. Oh God, where are you? God, show up. God, show me your face. He said, I've already showed you my face. I've already, I've already showed up. I've given you my authority. Use the name of Jesus. Today, I use that same name on behalf of you. And I take authority in the name of Jesus. And I disallow anything of the kingdom of darkness set against your life. From today, whatever that is meant for you is coming to you. That demon, like that demon. Look, when the angel was bringing the response to Daniel. He said, the prince of Persia stood they withstood me for 21 days that I could not bring you the answer today any demon withstanding what is yours I come against them in the name of Jesus if it is yours it's yours it's a land in your house it's a land in your home it's a come to your body that healing will come to your body that money will come into your account that business will come to you in the mighty name of Jesus no demon can stop it I said, no demon can stop it. No demon can stop it. Nothing that is yours can be prevented from coming to you. Shout, it is mine. 
Shout it loud. Say it is mine. Say I have authority. What are you doing in the name of Jesus? Until Moses stretched his rod. He didn't know he could have divided the sea. With the rod. Until you use the name of Jesus. You don't know the miracles that can be done in your life. Who many Christians are afraid? They are full of fear. Hey, let's go and pray. They are praying always. But they are still struggling all the time. Because there's a place for prayer. And there's a place to exercise your authority. You didn't hear what I said. I said there's a place for prayer. And there's a place to exercise your authority. You must know when to pray. And you must know when to exercise your authority. It's not everything that you get up and say, God, God, God. Ah, what are you doing on earth? You must wake up one day. And say, Father, thank you for your authority. I'm going to use it. You are crying for a job. I need a job. I need a job. I need a job. Now, God has given you a job. He has given you an employment letter. You wake up in the morning. You don't go to job. Will you still call on the name of God and say, God, give me a job? Now, will you, will you be praying and say, God, give me a job? You pray to him. He has given you the job. They've given you an employment letter. You wake up in the morning. You don't go to work. Will you again go to God and say, God, give me another job? That is what a lot of believers are doing. They pray to God, God, heal me. God has, brought, has given them the solution for their health. And they are still asking God, 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 do it for me. I don't seem to have, it seems you have not done it. Who said he has not done it? The only solution to all your problems is to receive authority. The name of, say the name of Jesus. It's all that I need. The name is above. Look, look at what he says in Philippians 2. Can we read it? We read it last week, but let's read it again. So that you, you, will, you will see things in perspective. There are some believers, they are so full of fear. Philippians chapter number 2. And we read from verse number 5. Philippians 2. He said from verse 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Who, being in the form of God. Let this mind be in you this morning. Did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. But made himself of no reputation. Taking the form of a born servant. And coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself. And became obedient to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. Say therefore. Say therefore. Therefore God also. Because he was obedient. And was humble. And tasted the death on the cross. God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus every name must bow. Of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So the more you use the name of Jesus in your life, the more the Father is glorified. You didn't hear what I said. If you heal the sick in the name of Jesus, the Father is glorified. Remember the, the, the guy. Now, let's go there. Let's read it. John chapter number 3. Oh, sorry. Chapter number 3. 
we're going to read something in John chapter 3. That's what I saw. Now, it's a, it's a famous Bible story, but let's read it. Now, Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer. Now, listen, please. Read it word by word, line by line, with me. So Peter and John, they went to church at the hour of what? At the hour of what? All right, I'm going to show you something there. The ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which was called Beautiful, to ask alms, from those who entered the temple. Verse 3. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple to do what? They were about to go into the temple to do what? To pray. Remember, it was an hour of prayer. So Peter and John were about to enter into the temple to go and pray. He asked for arms. Now, verse 4. And fixing his eyes on him with John and Peter with John, Peter said, look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from him. Then Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Ask your neighbor, what do you have? You know, some people are looking for money, yet you have Jesus. Some people are looking for business, but you have Jesus. Some people are looking for children, and you have the Jesus. They are looking for a job, you have Jesus. And you'll be thinking, Apostle, why, what has the name of Jesus got to do with a job, with money, and all of that? The name is above every other name. And he said, I don't have silver or gold. In other words, he said, I don't have money. But I have something that can give you beyond what you are expecting to receive from us. Receive it and rise up and walk. Verse 7. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately his feet and ankles, bones received strength. So he, the layman, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them. Also to go and do what? Walking, leaping, and praising God. Will you say a good amen, somebody? And all the people who saw him walking and praising God. And all the people, sorry. Saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. Today, may you be filled with wonder. As you employ the name of Jesus, may you be filled with wonder. May people see you and be in awe. May they see you and be, and be joyful and give God all the glory in the name of Jesus. Now, this is what I wanted to share with you. When Peter and John saw the man, 
Did you see them praying? Were they praying? Now, did they pray for the man? Now, did they pray for the man? Are you here with me in church? Did they pray for the man? They were going into the temple to go and pray. But when they met the man, they didn't pray. What did they do? They used their authority. He said, what I have, I'm giving you. I told you earlier on, there's a time for prayer. And there's a time to exercise your authority. It's not every situation that you have to pray about. It are some situations that you have to exercise your authority. And say, in the name of Jesus, I command you, go! And there are times you pray. There are some Christians, when they hear prayer, they don't know anything else. He said, Jesus said we should pray all the time. Yes, God said pray all the time, but that's the time he told you. Also exercise authority. When you, when, you, when you go on, look at what Peter said. Look at what Peter said in verse number, from verse 11. Now, as the lame man who was healed, he, ah, he didn't want to let Peter go. This guy came into this world not working. Can you imagine? And you are telling me that your problem is so big that the name of Jesus This guy, you remember also in John chapter 9, when Jesus opened the blind, the 38 years was blind. And Jesus opened his eyes. This one too, I don't know, but his age was not documented. He has not been able to walk from his mother's womb. I mean, the guy was paralyzed even in the mother's womb. Took the name of Jesus to get him to walk. And after that, the Bible says he held on to Peter and John. In other words, he said, Hey, these are the people who are making me walk. Ah, these people they are making me walk. I can't let them go. Imagine you as a believer. You see, you 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 find it difficult to, to preach the gospel and win a soul because you go and you talk without action. Oh, Jesus loves you. Yes, Jesus loves you. What are you doing with the name? Jesus loves you. What are you doing with the name? When you are going for evangelism, you just don't go. Look at what Peter said. Peter said in the book of First um, Corinthians, he said, when I came to you, my words were not with the word, the excellence of speech, but I came in the demonstration of the power of God so that your faith will rest in the power of God and not in the words of man. When you go for evangelism, you just don't go and be talking and talking and talking. You ask a person, can I, can I heal you? Is there something that you need God to do for you right now? I have the solution. I have it. I say, in the name of Jesus. Give me the sickness in the name of Jesus. We are going to talk about the good news of Jesus. So Jesus will show up. Say so Jesus will show up. If you, use his, if you use his name in faith, he will show up. The reason you think he's not showing up is because you are full of fear. Hey, hey, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. This is not how you use the name of Jesus. You don't say Jesus in fear. In the, look at how Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. He commanded the guy to walk in the name of Jesus. Look at what Peter said. Now as a layman who was healed, Held on to Peter and John. All the people ran together to them in the porch, which was called Solomon's. Greatly amazed. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people. Men of Israel, 
Why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us? As though by our own power or godliness we had made this man walk. The God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. The God of our fathers glorified his servant Jesus. Whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate. When he was determined to let him go. By you denying the Holy One and Jesus and, and the just. And asked for a murderer to be granted to you. And kill the prince of life. Whom God raised from the dead. Of which we are witnesses. Can we all read verse 16 together. One to go. And his name. Through faith in his name. Has made this man strong. Whom you see. And you know. Yes. The faith which comes through him. Has given him this perfect soundness. In the presence of you all. May you receive perfect soundness in every area of your life. In the name of Jesus. May the name of Jesus bring you perfect soundness in every area of your life. So powerful. Why are you so surprised? You know, there are some people when, when they do a miracle, they say, ah, I did it, I did it. No, you don't do any miracle. If you see anybody trying to claim God's glory for himself because someone was healed when he used the name of Jesus. That person doesn't know what he's talking about. All glory belongs to you. All glory belongs to you. Are you here with me? I say all glory belongs to what? Faith in his name has made this man. You cannot use the name of Jesus in fear or doubt. You must use the name of Jesus in faith and peace. Are you here with me? Always learn how to exercise your authority. There's a place for prayer. And there's a place to exercise your authority. Know when. See, you, you are praying, you are praying. God has given you authority and you are not using it. Whatever you bind. Are you binding something? You see, if you are praying about something you have not yet bound, you better bind it. Deny the power. Are you getting what I'm teaching you? Say in the name of Jesus, devil, you can no longer have a place in my body. You can no longer have a place in my finances. You can no longer have a place in my health. In the name of Jesus, by that name, the angels of the Lord and the devil were fighting over the body of Moses. Remember, what, what did the angels do? They rebuked the devil. They said, devil, we rebuke you in the name of the Lord. And the devil left the body. Let me tell you, the devil is afraid of the name of Jesus. If you come to him in, his, in the name of God, he's so afraid. Because he knows what you are dealing with. Are you getting what I'm teaching you? You don't go fighting the devil without using your authority. Without using the name of Jesus. No, it's not possible. You say, Peter, I know. Sorry, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. Who are you? Based on what authority are you casting out the demon? Based on what authority? Say, I am anointed. I am a... Uh -uh. It's not about anointing. It's about, do you know what you have? Do you know the authority you have? When you have the authority in God, in, God, in Christ Jesus, demons will obey you. Evil spirits will obey you. Look around you. Look ar just look around you. Look around you. In your life. What makes you frustrated in life? Because God is not the author of confusion. Are you here with me? 
God is not the author of what? Confusion. If there's anything going on in your life which does not bring glory to God, in the name of Jesus, I come against it. I take a stand against it. The Bible says, resist the devil. What is going to do? He will flee from you. There are some believers, they don't resist the devil. The devil comes knocking at the door and they open it. Ah, ah the headache is too much. Hey, no. As soon as you are talking like that, you have opened the door for the devil to come in. But what, you resist the devil when the devil is knocking your head with a headache. And you say, in the name of Jesus, come out of my head. When the devil is knocking your life with hardship, with, with, with embarrassment, you don't sit down and keep quiet. And you are calling on the name of the Lord. Every day you are praying, oh God, oh God, where are you? And what, you, what are you doing? You are his child. And he has given you all things. The will of God for you is to also use his name. Yes. Jesus is also the name of God. Go to Ephesians 3. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 15. Read Ephesians chapter. Um, let's do 14 and 15. It said. For this reason I bow my knees to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. From whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. The name is the name of God. It's only a father who names his children. My name was given to me by my father. My father is, is having a name. The said name is from the father. So the name came from God. So when you say in the name of Jesus, let A or B happen. You are not just using an ordinary name. Hey, when you use the name, the whole heaven, angels, ah, the name has been used. Let's go and see why the name was used. Hey, the name has been used. Let's go. Father, can we go? And God will say, yes, it's my child who has used it. Go and see to it. Now, whatever the name has been used for, it is done. Whatever you are struggling with in life, in the name of Jesus, God will gain his glory today and will rescue it from it. In the name of Jesus. Go to Luke chapter 10. Amen. I read from verse number 1. Luke chapter number 10. I read from verse number 1. It says, After, this, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also. And send them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, The harvest is true, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into the harvest field. And say, Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves, carry neither money, money bag, knapsack, nor sandals. And greet no one along the, along the road. And whatever house you enter, first say peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. And remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give you. For the laborer is worthy of his wage. Amen. Now, jump to verse 17. Go to verse number 17. 
Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, and we will read it. Lord, even the demons are subject to us. In what? In what? In your name. In your name. Do you know the number of things that can be subject to you when you don't use the name of Jesus? How many believers have lost things in their life because they didn't use the name of Jesus? That is authority you have. This is the name. Demons were subject. In other words, demons were bowing down to them in the name of Jesus. Which means that when Jesus was sending them out, he gave them, he said, when you are going, the authority I'm giving you is that, use my name. Just use my name. Use my name. In the name of Jesus, let this happen. Let that happen. You might be thinking, a name? A name? You know, even in this natural life we live, in this world, have you not heard it before? That, you know, maybe you are looking for a job and then some big man gives you his card. So when you go to that company, just show, give it to the, to the boss and you are sorted out. And then the boss receives the, the complimentary card. Say, oh, this man gave it to you. Oh, okay, okay. He picks the phone, calls the secretary. There's a new employee in the company. Show him around. Calls accountant. Prepare his payment plan, everything. Just by that name that the boss saw, a door has been opened unto you. The same way the name of Jesus is. Are you getting it? In, in a very higher way, when you use the name of Jesus, the demons that have formed a barricade, claiming that we, we will not let this guy prosper until he dies out of this world. When you say, in the name of Jesus. That chain of opposition is destroyed because there's no demon that can stand against the name of Jesus. Am I bringing your mind to something? The reason you must stand up and be counted is that you have a weapon that every demon is afraid of. Now listen, you might be thinking, can the name of Jesus be used, you know, in everything, yes. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, you remember? But against principalities. Which means that, have you not seen people that demons are occupying them to misbehave before? Demons have filled up people. Ah, this person is supposed to do something for you. He said, I won't do it again. Demons are filling their heart. But whoever the devil will use as an opposition to your progress in life i stand in the name of jesus and i command those demons to let those people go so that they can do what god want them to do for you in the mighty name of jesus yeah say it is working say it is working say it is working demons that are sitting on the mind of people demons are occupying the mind of people you are, you, are, you are just who you are because of your mind. What is controlling your mind? Your behavior, your attitude is based on what is in your mind. What is in your mind would, would tell me every, your action is just based on your mind. That is why the Bible says you guard the heart. Don't let your mind be disturbed by the devil. 
Are you here with me? Father, thank you for your authority. I said, say it. Say, Father, thank you for your authority. Thank you for your authority. Every time you look at your life, if there's any deficiency, there's a time to pray. There's a time to take authority. Maybe you have prayed for a long time about that situation. The situation is still there. All that God is telling you directly is that I have heard you. Now take action. Use my name. Whatever you see shall be upheld in heaven. See, silence is not golden all the time. Have you heard that proverb before? The silence is golden. Silence is not golden all the time. The devil is killing you and you are quiet. I mean, I don't, I don't know what to say. You don't know what to say. Ah, what do you mean you don't know what to say? Do you want to be sick? So if you don't want to be sick, don't you have something to say? You have something to say? You are silent and the devil is dancing around your life with impunity and you are quiet. So, take action. As soon as you take action, God receives the glory. Because you have used his name. Take care of the situation. Amen. I pray over your life. And I declare over you. That in the name of Jesus, after today, let there be no situation that the devil may take advantage of against your life. I take you out of any difficulties and any challenges of life. In the name of Jesus, you shall soar above the realm of challenges. You shall soar above the realm of the devil. In the name of Jesus, far above all principalities and powers. That is where you will walk. I declare over you. In the name of Jesus, if there's anyone sick here, you shall leave church today healed. If there's anyone struggling financially, you shall live here prospered. If there's anyone struggling here academically, you shall live here with a brand new brain. If anyone struggling here with any situation, you shall live here transformed. In the name of Jesus, I declare by your life, no weapon of the devil form against you shall prosper. I said no weapon form against you shall prosper. No weapon form against you shall prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said no weapon form against you shall prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. I exercise my authority in the name. And I declare over your life. That a week from today. You are coming back to church. With testimonies in your heart. With praises. With praises. You will come and praise the name of the Lord. For what he continues to do. In the name of Jesus. I declare over your life. In the name of Jesus. The devil that said, I, uh, I will not let him go. Uh, I will not let him go. That devil is living your life today. Uh. He's living you today. Uh. He's living you today. Uh. In the mighty name of Jesus. He's living you today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for being a part of today's message. This program was brought to you by the friends and partners of the Spirit Life people. For further information, kindly visit us at www dot the spirit life people dot com or subscribe to our podcast and youtube channels or find us on all major social media platforms stay blessed 
And always remember that in Christ Jesus, we are free.